part of blindsidepods.com. For those of you that don't know, I'm legally blind, and uh, when people find that out, the first question they ask is not, uh, how does it impact your life? It's, uh, why don't you just get glassed? <laughs> so uh, it's good to know that at first glance, people don't assume I'm handicapped, they just think I'm an idiot. You suck, you blind fuck! <laughs> I don't come to your job and tell you you can't talk about my parents. <laughs> I think Steve's done an excellent job, and uh, the thing that's impressed me most about Steve is that he's able to laugh at all of Kirk's jokes with Ben's dick in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! Hey, it's the Metafan Show. This is the Metafan Show, yes. We are back. Back from the dead. I thought that we were done after last week. I thought it was going to quit. Ah. But here ah. I am. I'm, I, I've resurrected myself. I'm back to my old uh, my old ways, back on the drugs, on the hard stuff this time. I think oh, I'm going to up it. We've got a lot of stuff to get to now. We've got everything to react to with the Kirk Show. We've got voicemails. We've got the Francis Ellis stuff, which, I mean, I think he's going to flake mm. out tomorrow, personally. Um, Why do you wh- think that? Where do you want to start, DEC? I think we've got, we got a whole, we got a smorgasbord. Today, the, the letter of the day is brought to you by C for comedy and for cock, because apparently Blind Mike both has a dick and a penis. I've never thought, like, what was I when I was born? Was right. I, a, was I, I know I had a penis and a dick, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's the highlight of the day, the blind mic moment of the day. That was your highlight of the day? I that thought it was, was a blind pretty... mic highlight of the day. Oh, I see. Well, you know, some of us made it all the way to the end of the episode. Uh, I got 15 see? minutes to go. Uh, some well, of us actually have a job that we have to do. Can't happen! So we are back, uh, and we are better than ever. Back and better than ever. Uh, keep an eye right, out. Greenie. So where do you want to start? I actually want to get your opinion on this because we haven't talked uh, for, for a minute about this, and we, we haven't put out an episode since last week. What is your opinion on this whole Francis Ellis situation? Because I'm of the mind that I think it was appro- that firing him was appropriate. Obviously, I don't think that you should fire somebody for what they say. I mean, that's just that's ridiculous. Uh, but if you're going, I get the business. Philosophically, I disagree with firing him. From a business sense, I understand why they fired him. What's your take on it? I immediately thought he should be fired. And then I listened to Kirk's podcast today and I flipped the other way. They influenced me. Oh, maybe typical, this is a typical bit. Meta fan there. Just going to agree with, oh, whatever you say, Kirk, I just agree with just you. just a case that I thought about it some more. Now, if you're going to tie in all the nonsense that he did over the past week, yeah, you fire him. You lost money on the comedy special. He didn't show up and, and clearly was impaired going into the Duncan. I think what he said, he just, t- he, took, he just took like two edibles before showing up to the Duncan Awards. I mean, probably not the best look considering you just bombed on your on the biggest stage. Like, I guess he sold out the Wilbur. I guess that he went in and sold it out. But I mean, I'm pretty sure that selling out that when you have Barstool promoting it is a whole lot different than what he's going to find out as he goes forward on his own doing comedy. It's going to be a whole lot different going forward once he loses that Barstool bump, which by the way, is a big, there's this new fucking troll account. It's either Riccio, Zambrano, or it could be Callahan because it trolls uh, Liz Warren all the time, and it's called Stool 2 at Stool 2 2 This fucker, he is the most unoriginal takes all he does. Literally, he's a one-trick pony. The guy gives Kirk shit for saying Kirk is unoriginal, and uh, he just needs Portnoy to help him out, and blah, blah, blah. And all this guy can do is literally just take snippets of Kirk's iTunes rating and say, oh, you need Papa Portnoy to come on and give you a bump there, buddy? Like, it's it's pathetic. So the barstool bump is going to be gone with Francis, and you think that he should should not have been fired now? I mean, did you read the column? I heard the column when they read it today, and I did read the column last week. 
But I could go either way in terms of suspend them for a while, slap them around a little bit. But it does say... In other words, you could see both sides, in other words. Yeah, I can. I'm I'm right in the middle, dude. I think (laughs) that it's a case of... Do you want to set that precedent that if you go over the line with this, you're going to get fired? What's the yes. next thing? That's They're drawing a line in the sand is what they're doing. So now if I'm just fucking Ellie Schnitt and I want to talk about, you know, I don't know, fucking scat fetishes on my podcast because, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I've never, I'm never going to listen to the Schnitt Talk podcast again. But, Shut the you know, fuck up. Shut Thank you, Ellie. The Ellie, by the way, we, we, she was chirping back and forth with me. I, uh, I think she tweeted out something about- I only saw one. She, was, she tweeted out how she was going to start a private Twitter account that only women could follow where she was going to subtweet men. And I said, please make the Minifan guys your first target. And I think she said something to the extent of, um, can only subtweet people that you think about, you feel? What, is subt- what does that mean, subtweeting? What am okay, I missing so, there? So let's, let's do, let's technology talk with MHB. Uh, this is a millennial talk, I should say. Subtweeting is when you right. tweet, you tweet about somebody without adding them. Without without tagging them, so you're talking shit about somebody, um, and and you know it's a passive aggressive way of talking shit about somebody, and everybody knows you're talking about that person, but you're not tagging them or naming them. That's a subtweet. What would be the benefit to her doing that? It's just a joke. I don't know. It'd just be funny, like like because girls like to talk shit, you know. So the, she's talking shit she on her can't do on her that. schnit she talk. She has to have a you get it schnit a, talk. Yeah, I, I get it. It's just sort of like hey hey I told this joke, but it wasn't funny. I, I guess know, I, just, I mean whatever. Why can't she do that with her own account? We're going. Yeah, I mean, I get because she's got a million followers and guys and girls follow her. I, well, I don't. The know. moment she I, creates a new account, somebody's going to follow it. Let's just let's stay, well. It's, it's she's going to do private. We're, we're getting bogged. We're totally getting bogged down here. I think it's going to be a private account, right? So you have to request to follow it. So let's just stick to the Carabas hate. I think that's more our speed here. Oh, actually, this is a, this is a great thing to talk about because is it Kirk? Oh yeah, yeah. Because Kirk said that he didn't understand why. People I mean, Carabas was a, was nice. He was nice to us. On he was awful. It was a drip. But I don't. How I was he I nice personally, to you guys? He he came in and he wasn't a dick to us. He was a dick in the fact that he was like wallpaper like he was paper wet paper mache and he didn't help at all in terms of not doing anything i guess my problem with him is his head is so goddamn empty i play a character when i go on barstool i like to it's like wwe and i really am a big fan of just baseball and and nothing else i have no interesting thoughts don't ask me about chlamydia or gonorrhea i just take my std test and i throw them right in the trash he doesn't want to travel the world there's no reason to go to france when you can look at the eiffel tower i think he went to london didn't he he went to London. No, they didn't. They didn't send those guys because it would have cost a lot of money. Ah, uh, whatever. They, they, well, the EEI definitely sent those guys, and they, they don't care how much money it costs. Oh, and they're Bradford's going to go there. Bradford hates his family. The, any opportunity he can be to be away from them, he's going to take that. Confirmed. Rob Bradford, bad dad. I heard it first. I heard it here first. Kirk told me behind the scenes. Yep, that's true. Can confirm 150%. Kirk talked about, I don't understand why people hate Carabas. Everybody listening to this, uh, tweet at Kirk, tell him why you hate Carabas. Well, I think that we're actually getting some bad reaction from that guy, our friend, friend of the show, that guy, Dan, is it Dan Coronado, I believe his name is, and he was he was coming back at us saying, guys, like, I love, he's like, I, I'm a texting buddy with him, like, he's helped me out with shit. Like, by all accounts, people that know him, Mike says he's a nice guy behind the scenes. He's just boring. He's not interesting, and he has to clearly force and put on a show when he goes on the Snapchat show and the Barstool Run down he's clearly putting on an act because at the end of the day he's an empty head like he's just a baseball nerd the fact that he can get excited about a baseball game in june you think he was making it up when he said i don't know what chernobyl is yeah Mm, no because if that's your act that's stupid i don't want to travel overseas because i can look at google maps 
I mean, this guy. I think he's playing it up anything. a little bit. It's part of his character that he's a, he's a know nothing baseball honk, and that's all he cares about, and that's all he ever care about. He probably will never get married because he's married to the game, right? Because he's a certified G and a bona fide stud. Why do they talk like that? By the way, the like they well, they do this New thing. York hickory dickory duck. Like it is a, it is a wrestling thing, but it's also There's a wrestling I mean, call out there because he's also a huge wrestling fan, and unlike me, he's a huge active wrestling fan of current wrestling. So DEC. Tell me why you don't like Jared Carabas. How about you give me a little bit of a of a of a behind the scenes view of why you don't like Jared Carabas? Well, one, I think that he's got an empty head. Two, uh, he's always apologizing for the Red Sox. Hey, you know they 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 had ten runs in one inning, but it's okay. We're still going to get them. Oh, We're the still going to get them. Likes David Price. The bullpen's Price. a mess right now. They should never have let Kimbrel go. In fact, I think they're plus minus right now. I mean, it's in it's in the trash. What's their plus? What's their what's their what's their run differential currently right now? DEC. I couldn't give a shit less. Do you not have the Do you not have the stat sheet in front of you? No, I told you, you know, Baseball Reference didn't it. quite get up on Chrome. All right. Well, what do we got? Let's hear some sound. What do we we have? Sound of Carabas? No, I don't have. I, I have. No, I got rid of the Carabas sound. I think. Oh no, I do. Here we go. Am I sexually attracted to yes. underage boys? Sexually attracted. At some point, that won't be funny. For right now, it still is. At some point, we're getting funny to, to the me. point where it, it may not be. Well, I get that's the only thing that matters, right? That's it. and I have to give you some props. That open the the uh, Mike Blindfeld intro that was that was fan fucking tastic. I think that Mike Blindfeld needs to be a reoccurring guest on our show. Wherever we just take we just take snippets of like the I think Mike says like probably like 30 words every Kirk Minahan show. So I think we take those 30 words and we condense them down. We put the Seinfeld music. Oh, it's a new bit. It's a, He's it's got great. things to say when somebody else is getting the shit beat out of them. Then it's pile on time. <laughs> pile on Gary, baby. Speaking of getting the shit kicked out of them, Steve Robinson showed up for work today. <laughs> we were taking bets on whether or not this guy, this guy, by the way, that messages us after every show saying, hey, hey guys, wh- what did you think today? Would you, did you think I did a good job? Did you, did, you think, did you think Ben would like it today there, guys? Um, and he gives me shit. He's got the fucking audacity to give me uh, MHB shit, who's done, you know, a hundred times more for Kirk Menahan than Steve Robinson ever would or could do. Um, and he's giving me shit about that. And he's asking me for my opinion and, and feedback, and we're, we're actually setting up the interview for him tomorrow with uh, with our software here. I know that you helped them out with that. I hope he uses the link, because I'd like to save five bucks. Yeah, because right now we're not sponsored, i.e. sponsors. And by the way, guys, speaking of sponsors, we passed 100,000 downloads on May 14th. It is now July 1st, and with this episode, we will surpass 200,000 downloads. Yeah, we've had a better month, month over month over month, each month, and It'll be tough. It'll be tough in July to do better than we did this month. So I just want to congratulate everybody involved. I want to congratulate me. I want to congratulate MHB. I want to congratulate Mark Hannon's balls for this great uh, historic performance that we put, that we put down. God, fuck you. Fuck it, asshole. <laughs> You know what Mike does though? Mike does even a worse laugh because p- people are starting to turn on Mike's laugh. Yeah. He does this little. He goes. He goes. Yeah. He does that in the background. <laughs> what the fuck is? Can you play that again? Play yeah. that again. <laughs> play one more time. One more time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Alba. Alba. One more time. Give me. Give it to me again. Yeah. That's right. Put on the Roman wipe slowly this time. One last time. One last time for the ones in the blue. Yeah. <laughs> Confused, I, I get her with Mark Moroso's wife, both Albanian. 
They both have slight hair on their toenails. <laughs> no, she was Blind Mike's girlfriend was actually way out of his league. Um, so he was she was she was delightful. I have nothing bad she to say. Blind she was too? Off. She was no, she's not surprisingly, which is shocking that she's decided to be with him. I mean, but uh, yeah, she was she was great, and I was very impressed that she actually exists. Um, Blind Mike's apartment, though, not not so great. But we can save that for another day. He is losing money uh, on every single episode, and those <laughs> Ubers are not. It's a thirty minute drive from Mike's apartment to the studio, so a thirty minute thirty minute drive. Yeah, so a thirty minute Uber is. I mean, that's got to be like he's got to be spending twenty bucks each way to get he there. Is, so forty dollars a day. One hell of a negotiator. Oh, I'm going to get a tattoo anywhere below the neck if you get 8,000 ratings in the next month. Okay, so 8,000 ratings won't do anything for the show. There's no algorithm based on that. So so then what? So you, they get 8,000 ratings. Oh, uh, because do they asked about the they they wanted more ratings today. They wanted more ra- they wanted more people to review today. So they the show asked for it. Mike's doing what the show asked for. That's all. He's just trying to support his <laughs> Whether or not it helps in the ratings is beyond me. It's neither here nor there. My point is but, he makes some very challenging decisions. Who, Mike? Are Mike. we turning on Mike now? Are we turning on no, Mike? No, I'm I not love turning Mike. on Mike. He just is, well, a little bit. On Friday, I turned on him a little bit. And I'm like, you know, if I was Steve, yes, you did. You I would really freaking slap him around. Now, on the other you hand, realize that, you realize that what the, he had the, to do. You realize that the Minifan show would be would be nowhere. We would only be at, at 190,000 downloads if it weren't for Blindside Pods. You That's realize right. that, like it would be, and, it would be, we'd be, we'd be fucking irrelevant time. at this point. If it were not for Blindside Pods, we would probably only do fifty-four thousand downloads a month compared to our fifty-five thousand downloads a month that we're doing now. So, I, and for that fact, I am eternally grateful to the great promotion that Blindside Pods has given this show. Probably one of right. the best. It's, it mean that we talk about the barstool bump, the Blindside Pod bump. Oh my god, it's fucking there unbelievable. These plans to build out this network, we'd have all types of podcasts. We joined up, and then what happened? Well, you know what it was. Nothing. Uh, the, uh, you know what it was. The the, uh, the Harvey Weinstein guy left. What was his name? Ryan James. Ryan James. Yes. Uh, so he he departed, and with that, it was kind of like when Steve Jobs passed away. When Ryan James passed away, it was actually a tragedy on that par with Steve Jobs or a Mother Teresa or you know a Ben fucking her sort of situation. When when Ryan James left this earth when when the last breath of oxygen left his beautiful lungs blindside pods was doomed to fail because there was supposed to be more artwork there was supposed to be a new vision we were supposed to relaunch it he was and supposed now, to he showed me some new artwork that was better than what he has where is it we've got well, those you know, 1979 aviator glasses well you know uh it, you've seen his artwork it's the it's the current uh, avatar for the kirk menahan oh, show so it takes him better. a long time it takes him a while uh, but we are so fucking off track let's talk about steve what's your take um on steve getting the crap kicked out of him what, what was your thoughts on that so this was tough because now i know steve a little bit and i really like steve as a person and i liked him at howie Carr. And, but then I hear him get the shit kick out of him. And I'm like, I was uncomfortable listening to it. I'm like, wow, this guy stepped in shit. All I heard was, oh, I got a text saying, uh, we need to talk because we had a family intervention and we can't talk about my family anymore. And I'm looking back, I'm like, this is like me texting everyone saying, oh my God, the Ellie Schnitt interview wasn't good. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, you don't do that. You just ignore it now. You don't say it to anybody. You, You just, you roll with it and you knew what was coming. So I just, I felt uncomfortable for Steve. Kirk is Kirk. And I felt it was a little over the top, but it's tough to know when Kirk's actually pissed at you or. Oh, Kirk was pissed. Kicking you around. Yeah. Kirk was pissed. pissed? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. He. I mean, well, he wasn't. It was just tension, and the. I just don't think that Kirk appreciated the way he did it. I mean, because I, I said this on Trash Talk. If Steve just never mentioned it, if he, if not even if he didn't mention it, if he just even went to Kirk, you know, he called him and and he just said, "Hey, I don't appreciate this." But the fact that he brings uh, Ben Robinson, the the program director for the Kirk Menahan show, into the discussion and, and uses him as an excuse and a crutch to get his point across when across when clearly. Clearly, Steve was had a problem with it from the beginning. Well, that, I agree. I think, I think is what Steve Kirk had a problem with it from the beginning. But what he doesn't realize that is by doing it that way, it has now become a thing, and it's a hundred times yep. worse than because you know, at the end of the day, if we were to do, you know, the show is what you know, an hour and it's an hour and forty five minutes, or we'll call it, you know, an hour and a half, uh, you know, five times a week. So that's like you know, seven and a half hours a week, right? Of those seven and a half hours, if if Steve never brought that up. Where is your over-under for the number of minutes that they would have talked about it in a week? Probably would have never come up. Maybe two minutes Although out I'll of say, seven and a half hours. If we ever Steve on again, I would have queued up, uh, oh, by the way, on the phone, I have your parents, and I would have played some like hardcore porn, because I was going to do that. <laughs> now I can't. What is it? It's Flo and somebody. There's a good parody account about that. It's actually really uh, funny. Flo and... Dominic. Pierre. Frank, Frank Robinson? Francis. Maybe I don't. I don't care. I really don't. That's the whole point. Is that they're characters? Yeah. You know, it's not. We're not saying. I mean, again, people are saying that it's contrived and it's fake and it's bullshit. It's not that. But like, nobody actually knows who Steve Robinson's parents are. That's not the point of this. The point of this is that it's a character for the show. The same way that Moroso isn't actually like a dumb individual. He's just an idiot. He's not a dumb individual. But on the show, he's this dog food eating, lovable, you know, caricature of a human being, which is basically what he is off the air but you know you get my point um it's funny it's funny you said that hey this message is for dec i don't know if you've been listening to the kirk minahan show but i've been all over it moroso is one of these guys who you expect to just be heavily medicated and walking around in his bathrobe and getting (laughs) his pills you wonder why maybe it's because i tricked the the mayor of somerville into an interview i am here with uh the mayor of uh somerville mr uh Mr. Mayor Curtatoni, how are you doing today? Great, how are you doing? Yeah, what do you what do you think of Kirk? I have no opinion. Yeah, okay. Oh, maybe it's because I tricked the world into thinking I ate dog food? Oh, yeah. That looks good. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm the master trickster. And maybe, maybe you think I'm an idiot? Everyone thinks I'm this idiot. But nobody knows it was all just a big facade. Maybe I'm a master <laughs> mind. Anyway. Pretty soon you're going to be doing the Moroso fan show, so keep bashing me if you want, but I'm doing content, baby. Who's the idiot now? Mark Moroso. Mark Moroso. I got to say, I mean... Steve Robinson's got nothing on your producing, man. You you you're the best bit guy in the fucking business. That sh- that shit was that was great. That was Thank fucking you. great. Great. Not as good as your uh, your technology conversations in that in that thread that we have about you know the different types of shore <laughs> microphones. And, now it's and, just and, become and a shit, thing. Now I'm just like looking that. for opportunities to talk tech and see how far I can take this before somebody calls me out on it. Uh, honestly, just honestly, amusing the, to me now. Like I like for for the, the so so DEC and I will text back and forth during the week. And, and and at least once a week, I get a YouTube video of literally some fat slob sitting in like a it's disgusting. It's not once a week in a disgusting room, and he's just talking into a microphone, saying, "Today I am going to be testing out a Shure ST one forty seven with a blue." Guy are we talking about, and then he goes, up, up, up. "It's like a little ASMR where it's like just like crunching of apples and like the ambient noise." 
noise on this microphone is very. Is it sensitive. the guy with the glasses or the guy with the beard? Because I watched I both of those videos. I I don't know. I don't. I, I watched them for like two seconds just to hear it. But I can't tell. To be honest with you, I can't tell the difference between any of these. So I you've can. got more of an ear for this than I do. I, I I have no fucking idea the difference between a compressor or a dynamic microphone. I don't. I have a know. lot of OCD with certain things, and when I get interested in something, I have to know the ins and out of everything. So I have this incredible amount of useless knowledge in my head, like music, bands. I used to, when I was a kid, because I didn't really have any friends and my mom wouldn't let me out of the house. Oh, I wonder why. I used to read the, I used to read the encyclopedia end to end like a book. So I memorized, <laughs> I memorized like all the presidents. And you make fun of my upbringing? You give me shit for my upbringing? Jesus Christ. What? That's not normal? I can no. tell you who the vice presidents are. I know where all the state capitals are. I have all of this. Okay, the, the 14th, 14th vice president of the United States. Go. Uh, Hannibal Hamlin. I, is that true? I have no, no I idea. Don't know. Hannibal, I don't Hamlin fucking... was, Hannibal <laughs> Hamlin was Lincoln's first vice president. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. Was Lincoln the 14th president? No, he was the 16th. But the vice oh. presidents don't match was in because the there were more vice presidents than there were presidents. God, this, this, is, this is really fucking engaging content. I mean, Kirk is going to rip the shit out of this tomorrow if he hears it. Speaking of Kirk ripping the shit out of us. We took a beating, too. Not only Steve, we took a massive beating after our last show. I heard the Minifan guys this morning. I'll get to them, too, later. These fuckheads. <laughs> and apparently, like, I, I'm, I'm a big Kirk copycat. I mean, I know that Blind Mike's dad, uh, his his uh, night job is a mime uh, on the street corners there. Um, but apparently, I am the Kirk Minahan mime uh, because Kirk is saying the laugh. And I think the best line of Kirk's podcast that, that we did, you know, the, the Friday podcast, which is immediately out, uh, uh, overshadowed by the this Friday's podcast, which was fucking excellent, was I think he said that I look like a, like a part-time weightlifter that gets like halfway <laughs> through and then just says, fuck it. <laughs> and you had lunch with MHB and Moroso after? Was that you or was it Colony? No, I, it was a Colony? Oh, it must have been Colony. Oh, can you yeah. imagine going to that lunch? No, that sounds like a, a very expensive lunch. First of all, I, MHB, when he goes there, the waitress comes up and he just says left. Like he picks a side <laughs> of the menu. And that's, and that's, and that. Was he well, like, Steve, Steve, Steve was texting me all weekend. Steve's like, I can't believe how fat he is. <laughs> well, no, I'm, th I'm saying that the amphetamines might suppress his that's, appetite. I, I guess not, though. He eats through it. I, mean, I know you can't <laughs> see him, but were you surprised? He out? was a little more robust than Yeah, I you could see a lot. Like you saw, you see the edges, right? boy Gary just piles on. Fuck you! Every Listen, opportunity. Goddamn. Coattails grabbing Geary. I picked you up out Any of Any opportunity to deflect, take I will. You were a fat, blubbering, mustached blind man sitting there in your sorrows, groveling at the feet of little old fat MHB there. Fat you again, said, I will oh, be oh, by please, Christmas. Mr. Mr. MHB, please, Mr. Come along and save my poor podcast trash talk. <laughs> please, 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 MHB, please. And I said, you know what? I'm really busy. I'm doing this podcast that's pretty successful called The Minifan Show. Oh, yeah, you can bring them along, too. We really need some promotion on this Blindside Podcast Network. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do you a solid. And what is what? what is the thanks that I get? The thanks that, you know, we're talking about... Be, uh, he. You know, I Kirk is podcast Jesus. Well, Blind Mike is podcast Judas. Clearly, <laughs> the first fucking chance that this guy gets throws me right under the bus. And this is a guy doesn't answer my calls, doesn't answer <sighs> my texts. He's just, just, hey, you know, if we can get if we can get around to it, maybe we can do trash talk on a Saturday. We don't do any show prep for it. We got nothing going on here. There's trouble in paradise. Blind Mike is already getting. Find it hard to believe you don't do any show <laughs> prep. Well, hey, listen, uh, I, I, I I'm a busy guy. I'm struggling with chronic depression at this point in my life. It's a very Why can't tough. Can you do season. show prep? I'm sitting there writing away, putting stuff together, cutting up audio i sent you audio today 
did I not send you audio today? And I think Mike Blindfeld is better. Mike Blindfeld is better than Mike Blind, uh, Blind Mikefeld. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. So we took a beating, and I don't really understand why. Like, wh- why Why did we take a beating? I thought that we were actually pretty fair with our criticisms of the show. Low-hanging mena fans. You think that's what it is? Low- that's the way it was. He went after me, and it was it was bullshit. The other guy, so the other guy who's not handling this well at all, if we're going to talk about the Minifan world here for a second, is, uh, is I forget his name now. He's just so... Oh, MHB, that's his name. Oh, he's, he's yeah. not... Yeah. Well, I, no, I thought he, he did he okay. Fine, right? Right? No, I mean, he, was, he was fine. Yeah. But, I, but he's not handling... I guess he got a lot of negative feedback. He's not handling this well oh. at all. MHB is one of these guys who, like, right after the podcast, he's coming back to me, how did I do? How did I do? Right. And I, you know, I get oh, fuck off, like, Steve! You, know, you, you came prepared. <laughs> Fucking asshole! I swear to God, I'm gonna go through the text right now. Okay, let's go. Let's go through the text right now. Hey, 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 guys! Feeling pretty rattled after the show today. Any positive feedback? Here's another one. Okay, this one was from last Thursday. Oh boy, I don't think I thought it was awful today. What were your guys' thoughts? Here's another one. Man, Kirk is such an asshole. Was he really that mean to me today? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, come on, Steve. Okay, like, like Kettle, say hello to the pot, as our good friend Dino would say. Was fu- I thought he was. I thought he was good. I, yes. I you know, I think he was. It was his first time. It was his first time he was with yeah, me. Exactly. I'm his fucking idol. And like, that's, that's, that's you see Mike in there just needling away. That's exactly what I told him. I haven't said a, a negative word against him, so I'm surprised that he. He brought in that old sandwich. I thought was funny. Like yeah. he was trying. He was trying. Was he, was he mad at me because I told you that he brought old sound? No, I don't think so. I think he's just mad. Mad at the fact that I think in his mind, I'm sure he woke up that morning thinking, "I'm going to change the world," <laughs> and everyone's going to say, "Oh my oh, God, fuck these two you, are MHB <laughs> They have great chemistry, and MHB was already planning like moving here, and we'd be best friends. And we're going to dinner tonight. Let's play golf. Looking for houses in Lexington. And it was a solid BB plus, and it was he'll come back again. You know, not for a while. Let's let's make that Take like November. Break. Yeah, let's make that once Moroso. We're done with Moroso. Maybe we'll have MHB on. <laughs> we'll go with somebody. He had a little, to be better than Moroso. Yeah, we'll get somebody. Let's not trash the guy. Too let's much get yet. somebody who's like less interesting and a little heavier than morosa how about that does that work jesus man oh i can't believe you that, that you know what let's just i'm done we're done turn it off i'm done goodbye well, i'll take my beating in, D, in, D, in dec the other guy who hosts it it's a minute fan show download it like I, I just retweeted this morning i love those guys but dec is like critical of our interview he hated benditson i'm like oh really and i'm sitting there thinking like why am I getting worked up at these two fucking idiots who worship? Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. So DC's like, yeah. Like, you know, he's like, they, and, and I know six people. I don't care. I'm in the mood. He's like, uh, yeah, they had William Bendison on and they blew it. And MHP's like, what do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's doing the whole, like, all the Kirk Minahan grants. How, how does that work? Oh, I'll <laughs> oh, oh, give me another example. <laughs> That's a good like, impression of you. God, give give doing me one example, Kirk. Me. Yes, there's a lot of layers there. <laughs> give me Listen one example. Dummies. Yeah, what do you say to yourself, dummies? Huh? Ah, fuck you, fuck. So uh, DEC Jesus is like, uh, um, yeah, they asked Bendison what kind of lawyer he was, and they didn't drill down on it. It turns out he's a maritime lawyer, and they could have said, oh, you're interested in seamen, huh? No, you moron. The whole point with Bendison is that he's a lawyer who does marine maritime maritime injuries okay that's just stupid who tell does how, that tell me tell me who how specializes that works? in maritime what is he supposed to what is he supposed to ask him though like hey, tell me how that works like do you get on the boat with him and, like you say i'm the captain william bandenson best pirate ship in the business like what what the what is he supposed to do how, how does that work dummy come on i just thought it was awfully strange that he's a that's a good example give me another one that's a good example give me another one Oh, fuck you, see, you. you see me doing Kirk there? Fuck oh, no. Nah. you. 
<laughs> oh, you are soft, 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 soft as newborn baby poopy whoopy. So I feel very o- OCD today. So we got the shit beat out of us. We did. Steve got the shit beat out of us. Uh, uh, Kirk did not get the shit beat out of him by John Dennis, of all people. To this day, I am the only person that's gone in to Kirk's show and tried to needle him a little bit. Mike doesn't have the fucking balls to do it. Clearly, Steve handed his balls in a jar to Kirk today with that pathetic apology. Kirk Minahan, I just want to say... I am so sorry for why the way that I acted. It's inexcusable. And in fact, you know, Kirk, if I weighed 15 pounds more, I'd be a waitress at Perkins or MHB. Pretty much the same thing. I have to right? tell you, that's how I would have handled things. When when things were getting bad on Friday, I would have turned You would have turtled? Said, you know what? I, you know, yes, I would have turtled. I would have said, you know what, Kirk? You're right. That was stupid of me. I should have told my brother to go fuck himself. It's just a show. And I can understand being brand new to this world that you would get pissed off at that not going to happen again i'll take whatever you're sending my way well what he's going to send your way is uh is is about you know 15 different troll accounts and, and minifan accounts that are going to uh just call you fat for two weeks which has been really nice i've i've really appreciated that i've stopped eating actually i'm on a hunger strike i haven't actually had a meal since my since two weeks ago since my my appearance on on the kirk minahan show um Somehow I'm gaining weight though, which is really problematic. I think there might just be like a like a problem. I think I'm on a liquid diet though of like mostly like m- meth and milkshakes and and, and mil- I think the milkshakes might be lined with cement. Well, if it's you, funny if you, you say that because somebody's got a suggestion for your next MHB investigation. All right. Hey, Chris from Wakefield here with a message for MHB. Uh, I'm going to start out by saying this: all those suffering from mental illness should get the help they need. We should always be supportive. But that being said. MHB indicated on the recent Minifan show being in a dark place. Let's step back and do the math. He's handling some of the tweets from the Kirk Show account. Goes in for his first ever Kirk live of show appearance. Meets his radio idol. And the biggest takeaway is that he's fat. Not that he pulled up audio showing sporty Kirk and comparing him to uh, then to what was done during the recent LA interview. After Friday's show, it's all about MHB having to investigate his local fitness center. Now... What happens this week? Blind Mike goes in for four straight days. MHB says he's happy. No one else deserves it. But does he really think that? MHB saved trash talk. All right, so sometimes I should pre- oh. pre-listen to these. Hey, so uh, Chris was just a fucking glory hole of energy in that. That was a, that was a riveting call there. My God, my God, I am not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in any way tired at all. Jesus Christ. A little bit more energy there, Chris. That's okay. I, I, read, I read it. I didn't pre- pre-listen to it, so that one's on me. That's on me. I will investigate my local fitness center. Don't you worry. In he's fact, very, I'm going to do... He's very good most of the time. I'm going to do a weight loss challenge similar to Blind Mike. I'm going to get down skinnier to Blind Mike. I, I'm going to say... I'm going to put the date by... Um, when will he August, be back at August, 260? August... Well, Mike will be back... So the same date that Mike will be back at 260, I will be down to 190. And that is going to be August 15th. By August 15th, I will weigh 190 pounds. I guarantee it. I wanted to shift some attention to the Planet Mikey podcast because no response for that. Talk. No, when when Mike does the whole thing, you're like, oh, oh, it's impossible for you to lose that weight in that amount of time. Blah blah blah. blah. Your caloric deficit can only handle so much, and you're not going to give me anything for that. I, I have to tell you, I was thinking of the next thing I was going to say, and I wasn't paying attention. Oh, great. Well, that's I'm not listening either. <laughs> I'm not listening either. What are we even doing here? Let's go to the next thing. What do you got? I want to help out Mikey Adams. Because nobody listens to him. Yeah, and God knows. He's not doing show, that. His it's show's pretty irrelevant. really, really bad. 
And he had John Dennis on. Now, John Dennis turtled when it came to Kirk, which was funny because he told me he didn't want to come on our show because he's past talking about WEEI. <laughs> so he spent an hour with Mikey talking about WEEI. All right, how did that go? That would have less listeners. So he had nothing bad to say about Kirk, but he had plenty hey, bad to DC, say about DC. DC, before before you do that though, I like to think about like so like obviously like for us like we do this in you know like we make fun of like we do it in our basements or whatever, but we're really just doing this on you know fucking you know laptops with with USB microphones. It's no big deal. We're not making this into a bigger thing than it is. It's a silly little fan podcast that is highly successful, but it is at the end of the day just it's a, a hobby. hobby. Yeah, it's just a hobby. We're just right? having fun. Yeah, we're just having fun. We're just dicking around. This guy, I think about, like, does Ben Kitchen, like, drive into, like, Mikey's house? And then do they all, like, hang out with Mikey and Ben? And then then John Dennis flies up from Florida because I'm going to do... It's like, oh, I'm going to do Rogan next week. But before Rogan, I'm going to go on Planet Mikey. Like, it just seems like... Doesn't it just sound sad? Like, what do they do? They sit there and they pass the peace pipe? Is it... I mean, is there, like... Is there there mood lighting? Is there some sort of lava lamp in the corner over there? There's a picture of You ever seen the pictures? He hangs up, like, these oriental rugs Bob Marley and some shit. A tapestry in the the corner. He's got some fucking beads and anal beads because who knows what Mikey's into. I mean, I don't fucking know. Like, our podcast probably quadriples them in downloads, and they have, like, like they get together and do, oh, it just sounds so awful, doesn't it? Like, doesn't that sound bizarre? Yeah, I feel like I have, I got nothing today. For whatever reason, I'm sitting here and I'm like, wow, I've got, I got nothing. I'm just feeling like I got nothing entertaining, but I know I'm more entertaining than, than Mikey Adams, who is so obsessed with I don't Mutt know. and Kirk. I don't know, DEC. Can you can you pick out uh, can you pick out all of the songs from the seventies and know them know them just by hearing the uh, just by hearing the intro? So how are we doing this? So now you're going to present one, yeah, and then so, Ben yeah, yeah, which yeah. is worse. I'm, I'm oh wait, wait, stop, 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 so. stop. Can we? Can you? Re- okay. Uh, the reason that I I wanted to play this clip is that if you if you are hardcore P ones of uh, this was back in the Dennis and Callahan days. Uh, they used to do this thing with Chris Curtis. This was before Battle of the Brainless. And they did this thing where they would play old songs for Chris or old movie clips for Chris, old lines. And and, and, and Curtis would just sit there in a fucking drunk, drunken stupor with, you know, his, his, his gin tremors trying to, you know, trying to just stay awake at that point, not die from hepatitis. Uh, and, uh, and, and Curtis would not be able to get it. And there were some points where Curtis would say, well, I don't know, John. What, what do you think? And then, and then, and then Dino would go. Well, what, 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 what do you mean? You, you don't know. You don't know. He's like, because Dino clearly oh, didn't know, know it himself. Yeah, Dino didn't know it himself. This fucking fraud is making fun of this poor alcoholic guy. Who, by the way, I mean, I'm not going to make fun of drunk Curtis back then, your namesake. But I mean, Curtis is a snake now. Uh, but back then, he was, you know, a pathetic slob. But. Dino was making fun of this guy all the while. He didn't know these fucking songs or these clips. And this is case in point. If you listen to this clip, Dino clearly doesn't have a fucking clue. And he's totally playing along, like playing along that he has, like he's in on the joke and he understands that the, what this song is. Let's, yeah, let's Mikey Mikey was trying to find some real current songs. Like, hey, hey Dino, you want to go have a silly little song? Hey, hey, hey. Well, I, no, okay, yeah. I, I know how bad that it's one awful. is. He's going to pick the worst of all. I'm going to the 70s. He's going to pick the worst of all. Here we go. Ugh. So, if you're under the age of 55, you may not know this song. So, it's okay if you don't, because it hasn't seen the light of day since 73. The piece of shit. <laughs> to you, my trusted friend. Yeah. Terry Jacks. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hear him? 
Yep. <laughs> Terry Jacks. And like a, like half a second, like a fucking half a second later, Dino comes in there. Oh, that's right. Jacks. Yeah, yeah. I knew it the whole time. Let's hear it again. Since we were nine, Seasons we in the sun. <laughs> he says it again. <laughs> Can you do it one more time? One more time. I just want just to listen. Terry Jacks. Yes. We've known each other since we were nine. Seasons in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a fucking clue. He just wants to. He wants to be in on the joke so desperately. He wants to be. Oh, I was born in nineteen eighteen. Of course, I know who. Did you Terry hear the whole Jackson podcast? Is. What do you mean? Uh, the, the Planet Mikey podcast. Did you listen oh, yeah, to it all? Fucking awful, horrifying. My God, it was the worst I thing I've ever I had an interview to. with Rune Ardledge. If you know who that individual is, he created Wide World of Sports. And you know who I lost out to? Jim Lampley. I don't even oh. know who the hell that is. Exactly. Um, I do, but it's it's irrelevant. Well, of course you do. I mean, aren't you Dino's age? No, I'm younger, but I, I know everything old. I'm an old soul. I like all old stuff. It, it amuses me. And this episode of Planet Mikey is brought to you by Fixident Denter e Adhesive Cream. You know what's funny? Ben Kitchen is not the producer of that show. He fancies himself as the co-host. Speak up a little. Say something. All right, what else we got from Planet Monkey? Uh, so this is where he beats the shit out of Jerry. So here's my problem. I have no problem with Kirk. Mm -hmm. The problem that I have is with disloyal, backstabbing Jerry Callahan. Oh, low-hanging low Callahan. Because had it been me, I would have come to both of these two knuckleheads, Dennis and Minahan, and said, listen, Dino's got nine months to go here. Can we just play nice? For nine months. For nine months. Right. He'll, he'll, he'll finish his contract and go, then we'll do whatever we want and to do. And let this be a graceful for everybody exactly. situation. Mikey and is so, stop for a second. Mikey is so fucking desperate to like, he's like, he's like, come on, come on. He's like, let me just reel you in. Let me bait you down the path. Just please, please. Oh, I need hey, it. I'm so, oh, yeah. I'm, so, I'm so fucking close. Just please talk shit about Kirk. Oh, I'm about, I'm about ready. I'm ready to bust a nut. And what, let's hear what happens. That he chose to hitch his wagon to, to Kirk and, and stick his tongue up Kirk's ass. Because he knew he wanted another three-year contract after this. I was right. not going to be a part of that. I couldn't help him acquire that. Right. But Kirk could. So he felt, much like Joey Zarbano with Jeff Brown, <laughs> I've got to put my tongue up his rectum. <laughs> Damn near killed him. And, and he over Dino in the process. So this story keeps evolving as he tells it. I, I wasn't there. Um, I know that. Did you hear? Did you listen to the real uh, KNC at all? Uh, not since like November of so the last real, year. So they they did they do they're doing this stupid pre-show. Um, and and on the pre-show it was actually pathetic. I wish we could get sound of it. Maybe I can maybe I can find it and, and add it in post. The post show that they do it for is pretty pathetic too. Well, this is their pre-show. They do it at five a.m. on on Mondays or five thirty on Mondays for like thirty minutes. And they talked about the uh, that that two of of uh, Jerry's former co-hosts shit on him. Yet, curiously, they only talked about Planet Mikey. Not a fucking mention of Kirk's show. They played no audio. They played no Kirk reaction. They had no response themselves to anything that Kirk said. These guys, these pussies are so deathly afraid of Kirk that they can't even play the fucking sound of Kirk like fucking disemboweling Jerry to the point that even Kirk apologized today for, for, the, for the stuff that he said about Jerry. These guys, all they did was talk about Planet Mikey, and, and Curtis was like, I mean, Curtis was Curtis backpedaled. Of course, he defended Jerry, and and they had this whole listen. So, do you see they had this whole thing where they're saying, "Is Jerry Judas or Peter?" <laughs> <laughs> and the poll questions out: Is Jerry Callahan Judas or Peter? Like, I, I, like, and also is here's the other thing: 
is uh is the whole Judas and Peter is the Peter thing a little little uh jab at Kirk's parents? I don't know. I think that's a little yes, the apostle uh Peter the apostle, but I don't know. I think me personally, they could have picked somebody else, right? I mean, who are they could have picked Matthew or or a different a different one of the disciples. They had to pick Peter. Oh yeah. Sounds to me like they are that is their clever way of needling Kirk. I think it's actually pretty despicable. They don't have the stones to talk about him, but they're going to pick, you know, Judas and Peter for the for the for the Callahan uh poll question. No, I didn't even li- I, I think I would have liked to listen. You know what I did? I went and looked at the podcast description to see if they talked about any of this and I didn't see it, so I I didn't listen. It was pretty pathetic actually. I mean, it was it was it was a it was a, uh, it was a bad bad uh bad episode uh just uh, just mo- mostly just that they they had no fucking balls that they couldn't even talk about kirk so you're gonna get all the way down to 190 pounds are you really really back to this now <laughs> so dino has a little bit more um this this uh, y- you tell me if you believe this or not because i have strong feelings about this but dino has some really bold things to say now here's the here's <laughs> the, the 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 real irony of that Back in 2007, when Jerry had throat cancer, and I don't believe I've ever told this story to anybody but my wife and a few other people. Let's, um, let's hear it. Jerry had throat cancer in 2007, was out for a, the summer, spring and summer, for five or six months, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was co-host du jour, which is very difficult, you know. Sure. Different guy every day. Well, you different know, rhythm every yeah, different day. Different rhythm, the whole thing. There's no way. I don't know. worked out good for and Kirk and Callahan. It's still better than working with me. Yep. <laughs> Low hanging mutt. Here we so go. Got to be one shot. But, but if nice, you put nice drop, in Ben. That's pro move. Spank him with a newspaper on the nose. He'll go over there and pee. <laughs> mutt will. I don't know. I've no? had bad, bad experience with monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> they throw their shit at me. Is this, is this SV here. Callahan over here? Another monkey joke. Uh, Speaking anyway, of tired acts. So in 2007, Jerry was we out only have for four, five, or six months with with throat cancer. This is when Dennis and Callahan were at the height of our earning power. But it's also when the radio business in Boston was beginning to change and all these huge salaries were starting to come down. Yeah. Because there, there is so no one on this planet that can bloviate so- like John Dennis. I swear to God. There is nobody. That man can can talk for a fucking hour and not say a goddamn thing. Jesus. Hey, my get friends. To the, good morning. Get to the point. Okay, let's keep going. What's, what does he say? Um, you know, platforms mm-hmm. that people were investigating and looking into and all that sort of stuff. So it was very clear to us that we were not going to make that kind of money anymore. The big number. The big number. And um, they came to me when Jerry uh. was away uh, and out and said, listen, we would like to sign you to a new contract. I wonder if Blind Mike and thinks this like is funny. You a 10% raise. <laughs> what, are you shitting me? What's the catch? And they said, well. You got to work with Minahan. No, you, no. No. We, we want to let Jerry go at the end of this contract and put you with someone much less expensive. So we'll make up the difference of what. You know, Jerry was making and what you're making and the 10% on top of what we're going to pay you now. Wow. With Which somebody just like a, a mutt. I had no idea. I was never given a name. <laughs> but somebody making, Jeez, you know, minimum would. wage. That could have ruined it. And you've got to, <laughs> and you've got to sign Christ. off yeah. on, on working with this other guy mm-hmm. and you can have 10% more. And I said, that is a rotten goddamn thing to do. I said, are you kidding me? He is fighting for his life with throat cancer. And you're doing that? I said, tell you what. Joy. What a hero. Courage. Either. A profile in courage. Sign us both or... Get rid of us both. And they signed us both. That's a lie. What do you think of that? I don't believe this story at all. That sounds a little too... So So let's let's back up here. I've told this story before, but we have more listeners now, so I'll tell it again. John Dennis is a fucking liar and a snake and a fraud. John Dennis is somebody that 
reached out, surreptitiously reached out to me through back channels through a different person, knowing full well, first of all, he's asking who I am because everybody mm. at WEI is interested in fucking who I am. I go on, you know, they still, apparently I am, apparently I'm like fucking uh, like, like Jason Bourne or some shit because I go, <laughs> uh, I, I go on Periscope with, with no disguise and, but apparently I'm just, I'm, I'm fucking, you know, I'm Mission Impossible over here. Uh, Dino knew that I was going to receive this message. Um, kind of similar to that, he knew that you were going to see his email that he sent to you from Tom Brady. Yes, right. Dino, we're going to we're going to air that out because oh, I just want to show you that I actually talked to Tom Brady. Complicated. And the message I've said this before, but the message was about this was during the height of the Kirk Minahan hiatus when Kirk was on leave and he he had the doctors know and they wouldn't let him back on the air. It was during the World Series, all that bullshit. And Dino said something to the extent of. What happened with Kirk was that they were going to, after the Tom Brady thing, they were going to fire Kirk. And one of the big wigs from Philadelphia, I'm assuming that's Tim the Moron Murphy, uh, flies in, or it could have been Mike Mike D um, or Mike Douche, um, Mr. Clean Riccio. Uh, someone, one of the big wigs, flew in from Philadelphia to fire Kirk. And this is what Dino says: On the very same day, Kirk went on the air. And revealed his struggles with suicidal thoughts. It was one of the most surreptitious events in radio history. (laughs) Clearly the fucking implication there, Dino. Like the clear point that you're trying to make through your cowardly fucking back channels, you fucking snake. Clearly what you're trying to say is that Kirk faked his mental illness. Kirk faked his suicidal thoughts to avoid getting fired. And because of that, I have no respect for you, Dino. You are a fraud. You are a liar. You are a snake. You're an irrelevant, sad old man that flies up from fucking Sarasota, Florida, because that's actually where you live, you fucking liar. Flies up from Sarasota, Florida in your, you know, your little two-bedroom condo. Flies up to do Planet Mikey because nowhere else will give you a cent of credibility or publicity. Because And, and he's talking, did you get to the part where he's talking about some obscure candidate somewhere that didn't even that's not even in the in the senate right now that he thinks is going to be the dark horse for president in what 2024 or some shit like that guess who it's going to be do you think it'll be biden do you think it'll be camilla harris no it'll be jim johnson all he is is a floundering pathetic old man trying to trying to cling on to one cent of credibility and publicity and it is, and, it, and it's 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 honestly it is one of the sadder fall like talk about retiring gracefully or aging gracefully john dennis is the exact case study and what not to do in that department just just clinging on to, to, to his old glory days going on planet mikey like you know jerking each other off playing old music pretending to you know shit on jerry at the end of the day i'm not defending callahan i'm just bringing up to the point that there is net that if if he's willing to spread that rumor around and thankfully of course i didn't report on it because i'm not a fucking idiot i've got a brain in my head you know i'm not that stupid but i didn't report on it but if i did or somebody else reported on that think of the damage that could have done to kirk at the time the claim and the accusation that he was faking right. his mental illness. Like, fuck you. Fuck you, you fucking coward. Okay. Well, we did Mikey a I mean, favor. Th- I mean, thoughts? Am I, am I wrong? Am I, I thoughts on that? No. I, I just thought it was odd that he has talked about this story so many times in so many places, and now he's putting in the whole, you know, I saved Jerry from cancer, and he didn't have my back, right along the time that Kirk is also piling on Jerry. 
I don't have anything bad to say about Menafield, but Jerry, ho, 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 ho. Complicated. Complicated. There we go. Look at that. Parallel thinking so, right there. He is so stuck on this, too. And it ties into the whole story that Paul Chartier talked about, that he tried to walk back the retirement, and they said, now nah, we're good. That's. I think that's hilarious, too. I love that that news broke on here, that that the whole that, 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 was, that he tried to walk it back, he tried to backpedal, and they were just like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. We're done with you. You're, you're irrelevant. Your show sucks. You, everything that you do sounds old, sounds boring, sounds like it's from 100 years ago. He made a point in the show, too. I didn't play it, but he made a point of saying, yes, I wasn't willing to change. I had a year left. I had two years left. I wasn't willing to change. I didn't want to do something different, also known as interesting. So why wouldn't they want to get rid of him? These were two other guys who were motivated to do something different and interesting, and he was very clear, I don't. I want to talk to Harlan Coben. I want to talk to the golfer guy. John Butchergrass. Yeah, I want to talk to those guys. Nobody wants to hear that, but that's what... Joel Hammerhan. Joel Hammerhan. No, you're right. And the whole thing, the whole thing was a, uh, it was, it was the entire Same show. Same the Tigers. The le- my least favorite, like Kirk said it today, but my least favorite part of the show was the opening because he'd do his stupid letter of the day and he'd roll into it. I think actually, no, I don't think it was Kirk. This was, this must've been the real K and C, but he would come in, he'd do his letter of the day. He'd do his opening diatribe, his stupid monologue. And then Kirk and Jerry would talk about the exact opposite or just completely (laughs) shift gears and he would just be sitting there making comments and trying to get the show back on the rails all the while it didn't need him it didn't the show sounded better when he wasn't there sounded younger when he wasn't there now somehow all of the youth has gone away when Kirk left because the show now even when Jerry's not on it sounds like it's something from 1956 I mean did you listen have you listened to any of the fill-in shows lately when it's it's Wiggy and Reamer and Mike it's awful my god the NBA talk makes me want to blow my brains out oh that was one thing that I was so glad for Kirk's mental health that he wasn't there this morning. Could you imagine him having to break down the whole, oh, God, God damn, Kirk. Kevin Garnett went to the we lo- Nets and we not lost the Average Al. What are we going to do without Average Al Horford? I mean, God, give me a break How here. could they not sign a guy who's not going to play next year? What do you think about Kemba? I think Kemba, he's pretty good. I think he can replace Kyrie's uh, proficiency. I have to tell you, I, I don't even know who half of these people are. It bores the shit out of me. I'm real worried about Kemba from the three, though. The Kemba, I think he's like only 32% from three. You know, I think that, I think that, I don't know if he can run the triangle defense. I really don't. It's a big concern of mine. I'm actually scared. I'm very scared of that. We're off the rails. What else? Wait, do we have anything yeah, else? I feel totally we, off the rails. Today. Do we have anything else? This was this was fun. Do we have anything else before we uh, before we get yes. out of here? Yes. Yes. Um, Steve reached out and wanted to talk about bad podcasts. Oh, I thought he was going to reach out to ask how he did on the show today. <laughs> Oh no! It's That's not tough. what it was. It's tough for me to pick on Steve. That I, must have been really earlier. Like that must have been earlier. Oh really? Well, we just wait. I till should we pick. say this. I like Steve until he puts the shiv in my back, which is coming at any day now. Judas Merchantson Robinson. That's his name. But I was really struggling to find. I said I do love Steve. I, I just like Steve. I. He's he's low hanging. I I should stop. It's low hanging. It's low hanging Robinson. I he's, we should he stop. He's so much. I hate to kill. We're gonna get killed on this. He is so much smarter by two than Curtis or Stitch or that was the other thing is is D- Dino was sucking the ass of Chach of all people. You know what I've always said about Steve? He could host the Today Show. Is that talented? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> so anyways, anyways, Casey, <laughs> I was having trouble finding a really good bad podcast for Kirk to rip on. Yeah. And I needed the audience to help Kirk out and tweet at Kirk 
a really and at bad us podcast. you can tweet at us at so at, at real mhb underscore at real dec underscore at kirkman at kirkman show just tweet out the worst podcast ever because there's there's nothing oh who's that? <sighs> is that is that a ghost from the great beyond Oh, I don't know any really I bad felt podcasts a, that a, a, I might a, want to listen to. I felt a tingle up my spine, which is exactly what little kids feel in this guy's presence. And I didn't at all uh, send a private message to Steve Robinson of episode one of On Tap. Ooh. Is that, I thought it was episode Alita. 10. I thought it was episode 10. Oh, Alita Battle Angel. Oh, oh there was episode 10 of another podcast. Oh, my God. Is, is that The Road Less Traveled? Yes. Is that our good friend Garrison, the bartender? Yes, there's two people. One is, both of them are Mike's best friends. And it would be a real shame if Kirk heard Blind Mike on one of those podcasts. Hey, uh, before, terrible. Before, so yes, yeah, so tweet us bad podcasts, all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, the other thing that I actually do want to talk about, though, before we end this, you're, we're, you're down on Kingpin Pete. You are. You didn't, you told yeah, me. you bored me. Really? I thought yeah, it was did. great. Really? What didn't you, I thought maybe it could have, it was a little long, but you didn't like Kingpin Pete? Yeah, it was, what? I thought it was cool that he won the J.D. Power Award for customer service and narcotics <laughs> distribution. But other than that, he just didn't bring a lot of energy. It went on too long. It was the one part of the podcast I'm sitting there, and I just felt it was dragging. I'm like, oh, great, are, we, are we done? Great jealousy I sense in you, as, the, as, as Blind Mike would say. Uh, it sounds, sounds to me like you're, you're just uh, you're just got some sour grapes here. about. Or, or if I was on the show saying that, it would have been, um, you know, Kirk, I think I don't think this, this segment's going well. He's kind of boring me a little bit hey did you know that dec interviewed ellie schnitt and then he turtled <laughs> that's what it would have been like so i mean i would like you know what i think that kirk eating a mufungo cake or it might be a good idea for us to do a little minifan video of us making our own mufungo cakes that would be kind of funny if, I if you and i follow that when they're getting there i think it's just you just put shit in a doritos bag and like pour some hot water in and let it cook oh i'm gonna be i'm gonna vomit <laughs> sounds delicious a little bit of ramen a little bit of doritos a little bit of uh cheese and maybe some chili let it all cook together some some crumpled up uh, saltines maybe um a little bit of meth and you just let that thing cook together it's just a delicious uh fungus that you let just stew in your belly it's great fantastic delectable i think they have that in the cupboard at any time at blind mike's house at the <laughs> flop house that he runs <laughs> it's, it, it is With yes 12 people yep above the pawn shop next to the cash for gold place uh there's a there's a you know, rub and tug place across the street it's i mean it's a it's a pretty pretty rough neighborhood uh is a hotel a la I'm, blind I'm mike very, i'm very fond of the cash advance place that's across the street <laughs> well how else is he going to be funding his uber rides to the to the kirkman <laughs> show come on here it's Guy's got to work. It's only a 47% interest rate. <laughs> oh, APR of 350%. Not a bad deal. They told me, read the fine print. Have you seen me? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice to hear you today, DEC. Um, all right, anything else? We good to go? Yeah, I think we're good to go. I've run out of energy at this point. If you, uh, if you like this podcast, you can support us by... Uh, sending us your favorite Mufungo cake along with your worst podcast suggestions. Uh, and we will be back next week with another episode of the Minute Fan Show. Leave that five-star review. Smash that subscribe button if you haven't. And if you already are subscribed, unsubscribe and resubscribe because DEC knows that's how you game the system when it comes to iTunes rankings, which, you know, fucking L-Stool number two won't tell you out there on his stupid burner account for EEI. All right, I'm done. All right. See you, everybody. But you are another... Fucking jackass, no good motherfucking.